0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Whatever You Want to Call a Podcast with your main man, Marquise Nash. And today's episode of the Whatever You Want to Call a Podcast, we are going to go over a lot of things today. Not really a lot of things. We're going to go over a little bit of everything today. We are going to go over the, the the baseball MLB playoffs scenario we also are going to go over the NFL we're going to review the NFL week three uh, season uh, we are going to also go over some comments regarding Golden Tate Aaron Rodgers and uh Matt Stafford so let's get right into it we have the review of week the week three of the NFL's uh, 2021 2022 season so let's get right into it we have the let me check here um let actually make let me check the highlights so we have the Chargers versus the Chiefs the Chargers win against the chiefs in last minute fashion uh 30 to 24 we have the Arizona Cardinals beating the Jags 31 to 19 we have the Bears losing against the Cleveland Brown twenty six to six. We have the Washington football team losing against the Buffalo Bills forty three to twenty one. We have the Tennessee Titans beating the Colts twenty five to sixteen. We have the New Orleans Saints beating New, the New England Patriots twenty eight to thirteen. We also have the Atlanta Falcons beating the uh, <laughs> beating the New York Giants. 17 to 14 with a game winner, game winning field goal. We have the Bengals beating in shocking fashion the Cincinnati Bengals beating the Pittsburgh Steelers 24 to 10. We have the Baltimore Ravens beating the Detroit Lions with a record breaking 66 yard field goal by Justin Tucker. Uh, and we also have the New York Jets losing and getting routed by the Denver Broncos, twenty six to zero. The Oakland Raiders beat the Dolphins, thirty one to twenty eight. The L.A. Rams beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, seventeen. Oh, well, they beat the Buc- Yeah, they beat the Buccaneers, thirty four to twenty four. Not seventeen, but the, the Minnesota Vikings all beat the. Seattle Seahawks 30 to 17 the Packers and Sunday Night Football beat the uh San Francisco 49ers 30 to 28 in last minute and a field goal to win the game and we also have a Monday Night Football the Detroit not the Detroit but the Dallas Cowboys beat the Philadelphia Eagles Forty-one to twenty-four. So let's go over all these. Well, the main games, really. We are going to go over right now the chi- the Chiefs. Now let's get it, get right into it. The Chiefs are struggling right now, and I, if I'm a Chiefs fan, I should be. You should be worried because they really don't have a running game to speak of. The defense is not that great, and the Chargers beat them. Um, I, I if I'm a Chiefs fan right now. I'm not going to say I wouldn't be worried because it's only 3 games in, so I'm not going to go into much about the Chiefs because the Chiefs they're a good team. They're coached really well by Andy Reid. Um they have a great quarterback in Patrick Mahomes, great receivers and uh and uh what's his name? McCole Hardman and uh what's this guy's name? Tariq Hill and they got a great tight end, a possible Hall of Fame, but possibly he is a Hall of Fame tight end. I'm not going to He's not a Hall of Fame caliber yet, but he can be. And Travis Kelsey. So they have a great team. So I don't think this, this struggle that they have right now is going to last long. But I really believe that it's going to be they're going to be affected by this struggle in the playoffs. And unless they get a running game, that's the only way I, I believe that this will fade away. But right now, they really don't have a running game like, at all. The running back, I think they just and they, end, I think the uh Ed, Clyde Edwards galera is out for the season, so they have really thin on the running back side. But their defense is actually pretty average. But I just believe their defense needs to get a little bit better, add get them a little more pressure. Their offensive line is actually really good. So, so and I really believe Patrick Mahomes is one of them type of players. He, I think he was overhyped too early. And I'm not saying he was. He was good. He was good. He deserved all the credit he does. I mean, that would make sense. But he deserves all the credit. But for me, I think he was just overhyped too early. Because, I mean, he was doing great things. He was doing behind the backs. And he was doing amazing things. I mean, with the football. I mean, throwing a sidearm and all these things. Throwing it. I ain't throwing it with his eye closed, but throwing it. uh, uh, Jump throwing it and doing certain things that seem amazing but at the same time I mean it was his first what year not even first year but it was his first kind of like time starting and now now he's really doing really great but at the same time eventually you, if you don't have a D, great defense it it doesn't matter how good your offense is you when you need your defense to st- stand up and you need your defense to give you good plays or you need Need great uh play regarding the not great play, but you need great uh defensive play. That's what I meant. Defensive play, it, it I mean, it adds up eventually. You need you need some great defense, and that's why the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lost. Their defense wasn't that great, the defense wasn't that great at all. And that's the reason why it, you know it doesn't matter if you're talking about the GOAT Tom Brady or the immaculate Aaron Rodgers. Or even Matt Stafford. If you don't have a great defense, it doesn't matter how good your offense is. If you if your offense gives up, if your offense gives up thirty five points, and your defense gives up thirty five points, it doesn't really matter how good your offense is because you're gonna give up them points anyway. So it's gonna cancel out. So at the end of the day, I feel like the Chiefs gonna, it's gonna. They're not gonna struggle too long because they their schedule is pretty easy. Um, but for the most part. They're going to they're going to be really they're going to make the playoffs. It's not we shouldn't if you're a Chiefs fan you shouldn't worry as much. But this it should be something on your radar to look for if it if the struggle continues. But I wouldn't worry about it because they're going to be really good. Their division is not that great, so um they this should be good. And they also have the uh, another a couple other games that I want to talk about. Um, we I also want to talk about the um. Let me check real quick. I want to talk about the the Ravens and the Lions game. It wasn't really I mean it was it really close. Um they won the Baltimore Ravens won on a record breaking 66 yard field goal by Justin Tucker. That was amazing to see. I mean, that was it looked... it and it was I wanna say it was it was it was lucky. It hit the crossbar and then it just kind of went in. So it, that was amazing to see because Justin Tucker is one of the best kick Well, he is one of the best kickers other than uh, Mason Crosby. I'm just, I'm a little bit biased because I'm a Packers fan, but I don't really care. But, man, you got uh, Steven Gaskowski. I think he's one of the best. Uh, Adam Vinatieri. I think he just retired like two years ago. So, I mean, he's up. Justin Tucker is up there with one of the best kickers of all time. Um, but it was a, that was a great game, actually. The Lions played a great game. I know the Lions are one of them team. And I think for the Lions, and if you have any optimism, if you're a Detroit Lions fan, the optimism is that it's it's a long season, so you never know what can happen. And also, they're trying to build their culture. And I think in order to build the culture, you're going to have times like this. And they're trying to rebuild that culture, the Detroit Lions culture. And I think for me, it's, Right now, they're going to struggle tremendously because they're trying to rebuild. and got to rebuild from scratch. So it's it's going to take some time. It's going to take some losses like these. They're going to rebuild that culture. They're going to teach them how to fight. they going to teach them how to keep on, keep going. So for me, if I'm a Detroit Lions fan, I wouldn't be worried. Of course, you're going to be worried because you want to win now. But at the same time, you have a, a Jared Goff is a good quarterback, so eventually he'll figure it out. And also, you have a. I mean, Dan Campbell, he's a good coach, but I mean, like everybody, I, I think I, I, I would, I would, you would agree that Dan Campbell, this is like one of his first times even coaching a team, so I think he's gonna have to rebuild that culture with his own likeness or whatever. So, for me, I believe that. Dan Campbell is one of them guys where he's a he's a great coach. I really feel like he he's gonna set that culture right and back to where it needs to be if he gets some time. And I hopefully the Detroit Lions don't get too impatient and want to and want to fire him quickly. Um, so for me, I just don't think they I, I don't believe that the Detroit Lions are doing anything bad right now. They had a lot of close games, but the the Packers game wasn't really that close, but with the exception of that game they really been having a lot of close games so they have the potential to win the games but it's just it, it's just for the simple fact they have to they have to uh finish them off so that's the only thing they really have to do their defense of course they're missing their a star rookie cornerback Jeff Okuda. he's pretty much out for the season so that's their secondary is kind of shot now shot down it's really not that great their defensive line is pretty uh, air average is not the best, but it has, and they're. I think they just cut Jamie Collins, um. So they're probably moving around a couple things just to get their get set for a for the drafts and just to uh, free up some money so they can get some big star or get a good draft pick out of them, out of it. So for me, that's what I got to really say about that game. Also, I want to talk about speaking about impatient. I want to speak about the Chicago Bears. They lost twenty six. To six to against, against the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns had a record-breaking nine sacks in this game. And the Chicago Bears. Speaking about impatient, I now this. I usually not. I'm not all for like firing coaches. I'm all for like just give them time. Matt Nagy's been there for a while. Matt Nagy's been there for a minute now, I and mean, he hasn't really I haven't had a successful season. I mean, he had one really good successful season, and that was that season where the the Packers were suck butt cheeks and they won a division for like the first time in a long time. And uh yeah, I think it was them or Minnesota won the division and they like that was the time where the Packers and the Vikings had beat uh the Packers like in a while, like usually once in a while the Packers get beat by all three other divisional rival, rivals but for the most part, uh, the Packers were really terrible that season. Aaron Rodgers had just came back from injury, so that season was already ridden away, or that season was already kind of over <laughs> before it even started. So, um, for me, that was just, that was really the only good season for Matt Nagy. Like I said, I'm usually not here for, like, firing coaches. I'm really not a person where, like, I'm pushing for somebody to get fired, but Matt Negative needs to get fired. It just, at the end of the day, a lot of these, I really feel like a lot of these rookies, speaking about not being ready and being impatient and waiting, a lot of these rookie quarterbacks, well, specifically a lot of these rookie quarterbacks in this class seem not ready. I think a lot of times it's not even that they're not ready. They're just not in the right system. The For the, for the example, I feel like Zach Wilson is not in the right system. He's in the, He's playing for the Jets. Like, come on, man! It's the Jets. Imagine if he was playing for the Patriots or the even even the Cincinnati Bengals. Like, imagine that. Like, that's I I I truly believe that a lot of times it's not the player; it's the system they're in. And he, and he, how can you prove that? And what? And that kind of goes right into what I want to talk about now, and that's the L.A. Rams versus the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Matt Stafford is the example for the reason why I believe that sometimes it's not the player; it's the system they're in. The system that Matt Stafford was in with in Detroit was toxic. It was not great for his health at all. Obviously, it wasn't great for his health because he was injured damn near every year. I mean, he was a tough. He's a tough. He's a tough quarterback, but for the most part, he he couldn't really stay healthy for a whole season. And it was just because of the Detroit Lions system, like I said, it's toxic. Their defense wasn't that great. They had Calvin Johnson for a while, and they had like they had some great stars for. Them. They had Kenny Galladay. Like I said, they had uh, Megatron for a minute, a Hall of Fame wide receiver. They had multiple guys still there that played for a team. I think Golden Tate, Golden Tate, played for his team for a while. Golden Tate played for. Uh, Matt Stafford for a while, so it's a lot of teams, a lot of players that went in and out through that system. N- 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 Diamond- Kansu also played for the Chicago Bears on the defensive end. So a lot of teams, a lot of players, and teams went through that system and went back out. I mean, it's like a recycling being in a uh, in Chicago in Detroit. It's like they can't. And the thing about it is the difference is instead of them recycling them and making them great players and making some magic out of that, or making something better out of them. It's like they recycle them and just keep them there. They just don't. It's like the the land of misfit toys. And the thing about it is, they just stare they're, they're there. There's and it's not even saying they're misfits like they're bad players. Because if you make the NFL, you're not a bad player. At the end of the day, I don't give a damn what nobody say. I hate when we always have these arguments about the weakest teams in the NFL, and they're like, oh, we could play, face them face clem they can, we can put them against clemson or alabama and they'll win and alabama or clemson win that's a damn lie cuz first of all the rules are different second of the reason why if you're making the nfl you must be you're good like i don't i don't i hate when they make that comparison the when you have the weakest team. either in, even if they do they and they sometimes they do it in basketball too where they say oh what well, the weakest team like the minnesota timberwolves Oh, we could put them against Duke or Kentucky, and they'll Kentucky will win. No, they won't. They will lose badly. They will lose and have – they'll mess around and have to do, like, AAU games and play the mercy rule and say, okay, mercy, mercy, mercy. And if you don't know what the hell a mercy rule is, it's basically when you're getting beat so bad to where your team just basically throws in the towel and says, okay, we we, we defeat. We're, we lost the game. It's like in boxing. Like, sometimes if you're a boxing coach – if you, they feel like okay, you're getting beat up and you're not defending yourself, and you're not getting and you're not falling. They just throw in the towel. That's basically what they should do. They're gonna do if a college team mess around, a college team like Clemson or Alabama mess around and say, "Oh, we want to face a real NFL team." You'll be stupid. You'll be foolish to do that, and and they will lose badly. So for me, I just I don't I hate when they make that comparison. I just want to speak on that, but speaking about golden tate golden tate made a uh statement saying like basically that matt Stafford would have been as successful or more successful in green bay if the if the roles were reversed um speaking about golden tate i mean he's been smoking so i don't know what he's been smoking or what he's been smoking because i know la is there they have a uh, weed is legal in la but i don't know what he's been smoking but he's been smoking something because it ain't right and uh I just want to tell people, don't do drugs because stuff like this happens when you do drugs. Stuff like this, statements like this happens when you do drugs. When you say stuff like this, foolish stuff like this. Why in the hell would you think like, first of all, Matt Stafford, if you're a great player, if not not if you're a great player, if Matt Stafford was a great player, who would have been as successful as he is in Detroit? And Aaron Rodgers wouldn't go into something that was Amazing right away. He his first couple of years he sucked. His first couple of years they didn't make the playoffs for like two straight years. But he got better and and, and evolved. And I think sometimes when you're on this role, especially with the the L.A. Rams, they're undefeated right now. So they're on this role. They're doing some amazing things in L.A. And first of all, again, I'm going to speak about it. The reason why Matt Step is successful right now in L.A. is because the coaches, not because I mean he's good. I'm not gonna discount that he's not good and he's probably the runner up for M V P right now. I'm not gonna debate that. That's another debate for another day. But at the end of the day, the coaching Matt uh, not Matt Nagy, but uh Sean McVay is the reason why that that team is running so good. He know Matt Matt uh Sean McVay is part of that, that wild west coast defense well not West Coast Eastman, the West Coast uh offense where that's where they've just been doing amazing things in L.A. I mean, they fell off a little bit in the last two years, but they kind of came back to relevance now, back again. I mean, everybody's been using their kind of offense, that that kind of offense. I mean, the 7th Francisco the 49ers used that offense. The Packers used that offense a little bit. I mean, it's a lot of teams that use that kind of offense, that West Coast offense, that uh, Sean McVay. I keep on saying Matt Nagy. I don't know why because I just thought – I just said Matt Nagy like three times already. And mistakenly said Matt Nagy, Matt Nagy, and I meant to say Sean McVay. That's because I've been talking about Matt Nagy a lot, so that's that's my apologies. But <laughs> speaking, like I said, speaking about Matt Nagy, man, yeah, I, that he should get fired. I'm sorry, that's just what it is. It is what it is with with me. And also, we're going to talk about today. We're also going to talk about the uh, we're going to talk about the Saints. The Saints been the Saints versus the Patriots now. I wasn't, I'm not going to go deep in depth until the vaccine or the vaccinations and all that stuff, because a lot, it's a lot of icky situations with that and people have been getting canceled and people, people's, uh, stuff been getting canceled and stuff. So I'm not gonna go too far into that. But for me, I really believe that th- that was a big mistake to, to cut Cam Newton, which I said, I think, I, I don't know if I said this on my podcast, but. I know I'm standing out. It was a big mistake cutting Cam Newton. Now it was a very big mistake in cutting Cam Newton because now you see what the result is. There, I think they're one and three in the last team they they beat. Um, let me check anyway. As a matter of fact, let me check the Patriots' Patriots are like one and two right now, and they only won against I think uh what was the team? Let me check real quick. And it was and I think the team they beat was like really close. I think it was the Miami Dolphins they beat, if I'm not, if I'm not, if I'm correct, okay, yeah, no, they lost against the Dolphins, they lost, they won against the Jets, and then they lost against the uh, Saints, so they're, what, two and, they're not two, and they're, what, they won one, lost three, see, they have one and two, yeah, one and two, they're, they're not really doing that great right now, and I, that's, and I, that's what I said. I just believe that Cam Newton would have been a better option. I always thought Cam Newton would have been a better option. I mean, he's been, and Mac Jones been struggling. He's been struggling tremendously. And people, it was a report that saying that Mac Jones had to help Cam Newton with the playbook. Well, and for me, this is my problem. This is my problem with a lot of these teams and why people like, like Cam Newton can never be successful. I spoke about it about um, uh, Matt Stafford. It's the system. It's not. Usually, it's not the player. It's the system they're in. And for me, it's like if if you want Cam Newton to be successful, if you want to get the full potential, the full potential out of the full juice out of Cam Newton, make a system for him. And Cam Newton is one of them type of quarterbacks where you have to build the system around Cam Newton. You can't just tell him, okay, you're gonna have to learn a new system. No. When he was successful in 2015 when he won the MVP, the reason why he was so successful, I don't know if it was 2015, 15, it might have been 2017 or like 18. But he was successful, when he won the MVP, the reason why he was so successful, because the system was, the Carolina Panthers system was built around him and how successful he was. For me, that that's the true reason why I believe they cut him, because they didn't want, they didn't want to build. And I think Bill Belichick has his right to say, okay, I want, you just, I want you to play this type of system. But at the end of the day, if you want to win championships, if you want to go back to that championship, if you want to go back to that relevancy. Like, I think that most, most quarterbacks, most teams want to get to that relevancy, get to Super Bowls, um, win Super Bowls, and not even let alone getting to there, winning Super Bowls, winning playoff games. I believe that sometimes you need to build the system around a quarterback instead of trying to make force them to force them to play your system. Sometimes you need to build that system around that quarterback. When Cam Newton was successful, he had a good little running back, he had a decent offensive line, their defense is actually pretty good. Like it, it I really believe a lot of times people like Cam Newton don't get a lot of credit because oh, he's flashy, he's this, this, and that. His, his character. I don't really care. At the end of the day, these guys are successful for a reason. These guys made it to the NFL for a reason. It's and they made it to the NFL. They made it this far because of their personality. And I hate that sometimes their personality could get them in get them in trouble, which is so stupid and it's so childish and so ignorant. A lot of these coaches and these NFL owners to think of like think like that oh you love their personality when they're successful when they're successful when you're winning championships when you're winning playoff games you love his personality but then but then when he's a, a throwaway or he's old news you're like oh well you don't want we don't want him because of his personality well why the hell you draft him then you drafted him because of his personality you drafted him because you liked how he played so if you like love them or you if you look at a lot, like I said, if you look at a lot of his successful Cam Newton's successful years, it was because the system was built around him, not the system, not him learning a new system. I, and the thing about it is what you ever heard the old phrase, don't fix nothing that's not broken. It it wasn't it, it wasn't like Cam Newton's system when he was successful was broken or whatever. You need you didn't have to fix it. It was just the reason why the, the downfall of Cam Newton in, or in Carolina and the, for the or for the Carolina Panthers was because he kept on getting injured. And once he got that first injury, that's when that downfall kind of fell. And then once Juan Rivera got fired, that's when that kind of that downfall happened. And that's when Cam Newton got cut. That's re- the real reason, the real blunt reason, the reason why Cam Newton got cut, or the reason why Cam Newton couldn't work out with the Carolina Panthers. That's the real true reason the reason why I believe that Cam Newton is not in the league. And for me, truly speaking, I want Cam Newton back in the league, but I just really don't believe that he won't because just just on a simple fact, right now the, the, the free agency is really dry and a lot of teams won't take that risk because he didn't get vaccinated. So a lot of teams won't take that risk because now that's, now that's going to be a so-called distraction even though a lot of owners say oh, well, that's not going to be a distraction. That's not what it is cuz now you're going to have players, you're going to have you're going to have uh media people asking questions. Oh, why did you know he got didn't get vaccinated? Okay, what are you going to do about if he this happens? It's going to be all the questions. And for me, I just believe that and first of all, I just think that a lot of these questions regarding the vaccination shouldn't be asked because a lot of these, a lot of times that's a private decision. I don't think you should make that private unless you I mean not private. You you shouldn't want to make that a, a public thing because, I mean, it's your first of all, it's just your decision. So it doesn't matter what nobody says. And you're not going to most of the time. A lot of these guys are not going to make a lot of these guys are not going to change their mind just because of what you say, what the stats say or whatever. So for me, it's at the end of the day, that should be just a personal decision. That should be something that you keep in private, but that's just my opinion regarding that. And speaking about the vaccinations and a lot of the things, uh, I didn't really want to speak on it, but I'm mean, I just got to, I got to speak on it. Um, so for the Kyrie situation, well, it's a lot, I think it's multiple team, multiple players, um, that are, that you got, I don't want to get a worry about, about the vaccination, but a lot of the players, that are not getting vaccinated, well, not a lot, it's not some players that are not getting vaccinated. Got Kyrie Irving, Andrew Wiggins, Dwight Howard, uh, Bradley Beal, had a, a, some um, problems with it. And I, for me, truly, just truly speaking about it, I just don't really believe that a lot of times, at the end of the day, I feel like Kyrie is the type of person where he's stubborn, so you're not going to get him to take the vaccine. That at the end of the day, you're not. And like I said, it's his personal decision. The reason why he wanted he wanted to do it is if he has religious reasons. Please don't be a hypocrite. Please don't be ignorant to the fact that he's. And I I really feel like this is if Kyrie gets traded for Ben Simmons, this is going to be the worst decision for the Brooklyn Nets. This is going to be a bad decision for the Brooklyn Nets because you're going to get a guy and Ben Simmons that don't like to fucking shoot. That and he's a great defender, but he don't like the fucking shoot. So. A lot, all the pressure is going to be back on James Harden and Kyrie, and that's just not. I just, I I believe that's just not something that Katie wants. Because at the end of the day, the reason why the Brooklyn Nets worked because you had Kyrie was the closer. You had Kyrie and Katie that was closers. You had James Harden as a point guard, so you had a good. You had uh, everybody knew their role with uh, Ben Simmons. Who's going? So you now you got. James Harden being a, the closer, which I don't think he's the, he's not a great closer, but he's not, he's not the best closer. KD could be the closer, but then, like I said, that puts pressure on KD. So what if they say, okay, we're going to build that wall like they did Giannis. Or what if they say, okay, we're going to let Ben Simmons shoot and he gets scared again like he did in Philly. What are, What is the Brooklyn Nets going to do? So And I, I really believe that this situation with guarding Kyrie, I don't really think that Katie's gonna be the one to say, "Oh, talk, they're gonna talk to him in private." And say, okay, we're gonna trade him. Like, I don't think Katie's gonna let that happen. But if he does, I mean, I'm not gonna say I'm gonna think none. Less, I'm gonna think less of Katie, but I'm just gonna. I, I'm gonna be thinking. I'm. <laughs> I wouldn't say I wouldn't be like a. I'm. I'm a, still a big fan of Katie, and I always will be a big fan of Katie. But at the end of the day, I'm just gonna be looking at Katie a little side out a little bit because. I'm like, would you let this happen? I mean, it's your so called buddy. I mean, if they are buddies or whatever, I don't, I'm not going to be. And I think Katie spoke about it too. So, and Katie said it was his his decision. So, Katie's on the right track right now. And I think he should keep that same energy and all that. So, I just, just for me, I just, I have, I just have a lot of questions regarding the vaccination. That's all I have, really. I have a lot of questions because we say we did all this research or whatever, but I mean, it's people that got vaccinated that, that still got COVID-19, but I just, I just, for me, just, I just want to, I, I just want people that's their, the NBA players, these coaches, that are saying they did the research, which I don't think they did, but a lot of these teams that said they did the research, or I don't think they did enough research, Um, but for me, if I just want to know. I want to ask a lot of questions because I, for me, I have a lot of questions regarding these, this vaccination stuff, um, but that's just my opinion regarding that, but I will see you guys next episode. Um, if you want to listen to the next episode or tune, you can tune into the next episode or this episode. You can go to the whatever you want to call a podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple i or Apple iTunes. Also, if you can go to my Facebook and tweet me and like this page like the whatever you want to call a Facebook page, or you can share whatever you want to call a Facebook page. Also, you can go to my Twitter at Marquise95sports, M-A-R-K-E-S-E, 95 sports. Also, you can go to my Twitter at Marquise95sports, M-A-R-K-E-S-E, 95 sports. That's all together. Again, I say thank you for listening to the whatever you want to call it podcast. Where everything is controversial. For the, But for the most part it's controversial. I mean it might be some days where it's not so controversial. But it'd be a little bit controversial someday. It might not be today. But I mean it's controversial some days. But I know for a fact. I know this for a fact. Anything can happen. I'll see you guys next episode. Peace.